0: Dave, Yo. <laughs>
1: did you see the wizard? Did, did you see the wizard?
0: <laughs> that was that wizard dude who I was talking about. <laughs> yeah,
1: buddy. This is the Believe In 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show, but first, make sure you subscribe, rate, review, download. Uh, you can hit us up on social media. I'm at our haylock on twitter he's at underscore eric davis underscore and on instagram i'm at watch ray ray he's at underscore bump and run uh we're going to talk about the wizard the wizard that is kyle shanahan and, and the people who have just fallen in love with this after after what you said during the last pod ed we're going to talk about him we're going to talk about nick mullins we, we talked about it in the last pod i i i thought i said that that he's probably going to have to win this game he's probably going to have to play extremely well he went out there and did that and then there was a a couple of uh, a couple of guys who who flashed uh, a lot of guys who flashed actually who, mm-hmm. whose names we haven't really mm-hmm. talked about much um, in that big win uh, against the Giants. But first, uh, in case you're new to the show, after every game we got to hand out game balls, and you uh, go first. You okay? Go first. Uh, well, I'm gonna go, with my man Nick Mullins. I mean, he he went in okay. there. He he had he had all week to prepare. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, we talked about how Kyle was going to have to do some things and, 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 put him in some positions. Look, it wasn't pretty, uh, by any means necessary, but one thing that he did, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later in the show, um, that I, that I liked is, is he, he took some chances and, and he, he threw some, some dangerous balls, but he took some chances and it worked out. Um, and, and, you know, look, you go on the road and as a backup quarterback, you put up 36, uh, in somebody else's stadium i i, I don't care i'll I, i'll take the results and a win uh any day of the week so i'm gonna go with Nick Mullins
0: okay I'm not mad about that he did he played well played well did what i what he's supposed to do when you come in in that backup role if you want to be a good team my game ball you know i went back and forth on a couple of guys and it was good to see ba you see the first rounder get out there and participate and make some plays and look comfortable you know and i was thinking about a, a, a a game ball going to IU but um after fighting for over 2 years to get back on the field i got to go uh-huh. with fever man i got to go with verrett i've I been see telling what you're you doing yeah. i've been telling you that if he gets healthy if if he gets healthy he can play he's special he's different when he's full speed and he can bring something to the back end of that defense that's been missing that they've been looking for opposite of sherm And he got out there, and this was day one. And I know he's got to play himself back into what he used to be, but day one, full speed, out there. He was making plays. He He played well. He
1: was making some plays. One of those guys that that I was alluding to in terms of guys, that that flash that we hadn't really talked about. Of course, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We are presented by... BetOnline.ag, of course, as you already know, the wait is finally over, football is back, and you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there's always the online casino as well. It never Closes. So head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and all always, always of course. Now, time for everybody's favorite part of the show, Manscape. The wonderful folks of Manscape are are uh, presenting this pod as well. Ed,
0: uh, the Manscape men and women, all joined in with the 49ers and because they are such a part of this they have decided to let you guys know that their product is absolutely the best for your grooming experience now i could give you all sorts of stories and scenarios and i do that from time to time i try to paint a picture for you but at the end of the day at the end of the day we're in the football season and we're all talking about balling out and if you're going to have balls out, and if you're going to ball out, keep them clean. You will want to make certain there's no nicks. There are no cuts. There's nothing to worry about. And the products at Manscaped will make certain that that happens. And since you are a part of this show, we would like to let you know that listeners can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ERIC at Manscaped.com. That is 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code E R I C and make certain that the shave you take is close, comfortable, and perfect. Manscape does that. See, I didn't even go hard. I didn't go bad. I didn't say anything about pocket sweaters. I didn't say anything about you, you know, or socks or chia pets or anything because it's not necessary. Manscaped is just clean and they get it done for you.
1: All right. Uh, shout out to Manscape, of course. Look, home of studio, course. home studio. Uh, the, the kids excited about the win. We we got grandma over here uh, today as well. Uh, uh, hey, hel- grandma, hel- helping out, and so she's getting a phone call. Phone. Beyonce over there going hard right now. Beyonce I'm excited about this Niners win. That's what it sounded like from from with, from that phone ringing. Um, let's talk about the wizard, right? Um, Let's do it. You said <laughs> something happened early in this game, which literally had me laughing out loud. Uh, it was that 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 turnover by the Giants early in the game when they tried to to get uh, Ingram on the run right on the toss, and, and they ended up uh-huh. dropping it. And and that's a play that the the Niners run the kittle all the time. And I remember you talking about. Uh, Shanahan showing us that he's not Jason Garrett, and Jason Garrett ended up running that play that we see Shanahan and the Niners run all the time, and <laughs> ends up being a turnover. And that that happened, I literally laughed out loud. I was like, "Oh my gosh, look at this!" Well, well, at least we know Garrett is not Shanahan, and, and or yeah. I guess now we know Shanahan is not Shanahan is Garrett. not Garrett. Yeah. That, was more, yeah, that, that was, was more
0: important. That was to more important. That was more important.
1: What did you what, what did you see specifically that 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 you wanted to see, and that you loved, leading to this this
0: win here? Uh, what and what I meant by that him not being Jason Garrett was being so dependent on your front line guys. How when you don't have those same guys that you personally feel comfortable with, can you still run your offense? Can you still do the things? Come up with the plan to put those that next group of players in position to be successful? And he did that. The offense looked looked the same. The things that they were doing, it was just different players uh, in different positions, but you were still able. To do the things that were necessary hey you like getting plays to your tight end well your your number one tight end your all pro tight end wasn't there didn't stop you from working the tight ends you like running the misdirection plays and allowing your quarterback to hit the crossing routes it was there you like giving your starting quarterback those easy reads and let him let him fake a run once you've established that that run is coming and then offer of that run action quick slant Long handoff, you know, it's a long running play that we talked about them doing, utilizing the guys catching and running um, and getting the ball out of your quarterback's hand. He did all of those things. And that's what I was happy to see. Like you still utilize your head, the game plan. You still try to break down a team and you don't get conservative because guys are out. That's what I saw. That's what I was happy about because the Giants are hot garbage. They are hot (laughs) Garbage. It's a dumpster fight. They are bad. They're trying to figure out who they are. And it's not about talent. It's about belief. They don't they don't know what they're doing yet. It's a new coach trying to come in and give them a new system. And the guys are trying to figure it all out right now. Niners are a good squad and and they did it right defensively and offensively and they took advantage of those guys. Um, you know inexperience in a new system and I was happy to see that man that's what I saw what you see
1: now, you know what I, I saw I saw some long drives and and I liked it Um, it, it showed me something with Shanahan of course the play calling <laughs> but it also showed me something with Mullins and the fact that he was able to, to sustain drives and Shanahan actually said after the game like those long drives were exhausting. Like it was exhausting for him as a play caller. Now I only read the quote. I didn't hear the quote, so I don't know if he if he was serious or if he just met that tongue in cheek or what. Um, but the fact that I mean, they,
0: they had a they had a twelve play, yeah. <laughs> yard there, they had a 12 play twenty yard drive. <laughs> it it
1: was, and so I I mean I can see how that how that could be exhausting if if you're Kyle Shanahan but it it was some some long drives some sustained drives and, and that's I mean that's a credit to Mullins too because like it wasn't pretty but like he stuck with it you know what I mean and 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 he he didn't turn the ball over and then there were no kicks like no punts like they didn't punt the ball once in this game um which I thought was remarkable um unless well, the
0: Giants. <laughs> that's not the 49ers. That's the Giants. I, like, did did you not hear me when I said hot garbage? I I,
1: I hear you, but it's still a, it's still an NFL. It's still an NFL team. Anytime it, you can it, do that, exactly. anytime the you can do garbage. that against against another NFL team, I think that's I think that's commendable. Um, and it has been year decades. Uh, even I, I believe
0: since yeah, the last they time a, that, they, had a, they had a they had a that's a bad team and had and they had a bad day. I was actually on a defense. You know, when they, it had been decades since that happened, no punch. I was in that game.
1: No kidding. With,
0: yeah, the 49ers. 49ers in Buffalo. I think that was like 93. I think, I'm yeah. still tired, man. I'm still <laughs> tired. Was, that was with Reed and James Lofton and Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly and all. Yeah, and Don Beebe. And I was like, dude, it was a, we were just <laughs> running all over the place. And and you know and the funny thing it wasn't that we didn't make plays both sides we were making plays but it was still like two offenses that were just on that day and sometimes it's not bad defense sometimes it's just better offense better just offense. like some days it's not bad offense it's just better defense it it happens you know it goes that way because you're dealing with pros but yeah I was in that game man I was and and like I said I'm hamstring still sore from that one <laughs> so there, just. <laughs> so there,
1: there was something that happened in this game that reminded me of a conversation we had about a year ago. Um okay. and 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 so you know I know I had a lot of hits in the end, you yeah, know, a year yeah, yeah. ago. Okay. So I I, I I say this to say you you anybody Kirk Morrison we ended up having Kirk Morrison on the show and, and you guys just piled all on me. You guys jumped all on me. Um Coming into this game, I had my my reservations about the running game. Right, we talked about this. Like, how much was mm-hmm. Jet going to be able to do? What was what was Wilson going to be able to do? Right. Now, I, I really felt strongly about the fact that Mullins was going to have to, you know, use his arm and do some things to win this game if the Niners were going to get out of the Meadowlands uh, with 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 a win. Um, Meadowlands? Are they still playing the Meadowlands? Whatever, New Jersey, where, wherever the heck they are, uh, MetLife. Uh, yeah, I don't um,
0: it's MetLife. It's, yeah. Yeah.
1: So if they're going to get out of there with with a win, and and, and I look at. I look at the numbers, right? And this is almost identical to the conversation we had after the Rams went to – or after the Niners went to the Coliseum uh-huh. to play the Rams, right? A lot of a, a lot of rushes, right, which you said and you saw as a commitment to the running game, which it is. Yes. I'll give you that. But then I look at the yards per carry. Like, Niners ran the ball 35 times in this one. Uh-huh. You look at the yards per carry, 2.7 yards per carry. And so yes. it was it – was, it was extremely interesting to see that, and and I was I was a little, I don't want to say I was surprised by how much they struggled running the ball, but it was it kind of played out, you know, similar to, to, to how we talked about, like like Jet had some flashes, Wilson had some flashes, I guess, especially late. So I guess that goes to your point of being able to be consistent with it and 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 to stick with it. Um, but they, I mean, they, you look at the yards per carry, two point seven yards per carry. Um, that's that's. That's far lower than what this team had been doing the first couple of games. And granted, they were without their their top two running backs. But this is what I thought could be an issue coming to this game. And it was. Thankfully, the Niners were able hold to on. overcome it, though.
0: Wait, hold on. It wasn't an issue. It wait, was an see, issue. Wait, hold on. Hold on. See, and this is what you're saying. It's the same thing you said with the Rams that <laughs> day. And I'm trying to tell you. It wasn't an issue. It was a sm- it was smart game plan. And they were committed. And I told you they needed to be committed to this run to the run game. And I told you, I'm not worried about jet. You were like, I'm not worried. This is a guy that they brought in to be that guy. I'm not worried about him. And I love the fact that, as I said, Shanahan ran his offense. He didn't freak out because he didn't have Raheem in there. He ran his offense. They were committed to running the football. That's what this offense is about. Establishing the run getting all of that misdirection going, getting those big uglies up front, beating people up, and then you throw the ball off of run action. Remember, this is not play action, drop back, fake it in the eye. It's give them that same run action, and then you have the misdirection with all the receivers and tight ends going to give you something to think about and sucking up the linebackers. If you are not committed to the run, how hard do you think the quarterback's day is going to be? If, you, if those linebackers aren't sucking up, those alleys aren't there for the quarterback to uh, put the ball in, Mullins won't be able to do those things. Hell, Jimmy won't be able to do those things. That's the offense. So he's committed to it. That's a good thing. And you say, oh, they're, they're not getting the yards. They got enough big runs. Didn't you see I run for a touchdown? Didn't you see McKinnon run for a touchdown? You got enough. Jeff Wilson, when it was there, you you pound these guys and you get the big ones when you need it and you win the
1: game yeah see i kind of i kind of separate ba from what mckinnon and wilson did i mean ba I, I, get shouldn't. it on an end around versus a That's straight a run play run where where, what, where everybody's hold on, hold getting, where everybody knows who's getting the ball
0: Hold on, I, but but that's their offense. No one ever knows who's getting the ball. It's all misdirection, and it's, it's you know, they're going to go the outside zone. They're going to run around. You, that's what football is about. It's making you have to decide what's happening on this play. It's a chess match. And what did we say with the injured running backs? You should listen to me sometime. What did I say they were going to do? <laughs> You're going to get, I said, some of those running plays, you got to look at it. You're going to get those with the jet sweeps. Remember us talking about this? Going into this game, I said, expect to see some of those jet sweeps. Expect to see the wide receivers. Yeah, you, run you said
1: that. You said that. You, I, you I said,
0: I said expect to see some quick passes to get the ball out of the quarterback hand. It's basically, when you throw a slant, dude, it's a long handoff. It's like a screen. It's a long handoff. It's a really easy throw and catch. And we got to get on B.A. Because you know something I really like about B.A.? He's a hands catcher. He's yeah. not a body catcher. Yeah. He catches the ball with his hands. So you hit this guy in stride uh it's it was one thing i always loved about Steve smith it's one it's an easy transition to just grab the ball and stride and just keep running as opposed to a guy catching it in his body and then he has to shift it and you know and then it it sort of slows him down or, or his next move can't happen until he adjusts the ball but he just grabs it out of the air with his hands i really like that's one thing i really like about him yeah no that just, was just, that
1: was that was good that was good to watch and, and it was we got to see a little bit of why um you know, why, Why you know, Kyle and, and John Lynch were were so excited about him. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll, we, we, we can move on to Mullins, and I want to talk B.A. also. I'll, I'll, I'll say this to put a button on this. Radio's going to be out. Mm-hmm. Tevin's going to be out. Mm-hmm. This is the running game this Niners club is going to have, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, I'm I, not I, I understand commitment and all that, but to, for me at least – It's something to watch out
0: for. I'm not mad. Okay, that's your button, my button. Understand you have the backup quarterback playing. If the Giants had gone into that game playing pass, that would have been dumb. You make the backup quarterback beat you. You make him throw the ball and beat you. You play the run. So if you're playing the run, if you're committed to stopping the run, that's what you're going to get. You're going you're gonna get less than four yards of carry, less than three yards of carry. You should because these are professional defenders and they are being told we are not gonna let them beat us running the ball. Well, they didn't, but you also didn't take the commitment away from them because they were still able to get some play. So look at that. So teams are going to try and make Mullins beat them.
1: Yeah, and which which I, which I thought could happen, which is why I said like, like he's going to have to make some plays, and Kyle's gonna gonna have to make it a little bit easier on him. Watching the game uh on Fox, Kevin Burkhart um, calling the game, and he talked about some of these throws that Nick Mullins was making, and, and he, it was like, oh, terrific throw, great throw. I saw a dangerous throw, but at the same time, <laughs> it, it was <laughs> at the same time it was kind of good to see because we've been talking about Jimmy, you know, this whole time, like you know, things kind of. And I know in. It's kind of it's kind of twofold, right? Because because Jimmy is sort of a gunslinger, but at the same time, like things kind of have to be right for him to be able to let go. And we haven't really seen him let go much, uh, at least at, at the start of this season. So to see uh, Mullins uh, kind of take those chances, I thought
0: was a little refreshing. Jimmy played what one and what one and a half games, right? Yeah, yeah. This year, half, okay, he played one and a half games. And then we used to say it about, and as you said, we used to say that about Jimmy. And I've said it before that I like the fact that Jimmy, I, I like the fact that he does. Uh, throw the ball into some dangerous spots at time. Now I will say this, his first um, game and a half, his first six quarters, he didn't look as comfortable in the pocket. He didn't look, it's like he's trying to figure some things out. Yeah. Um and I was saying he's got to get past that. I, I actually said that he, he was playing he looked like a quarter a, a college quarterback um as opposed to a comfortable, authoritative controlled NFL quarterback. Like I'm reading, I'm doing the math. I see where guys are, so I know where they aren't and I'm gonna throw into that window. He had I I I was waiting to see a little bit more of that and I thought he'd be further along. So now with all of that being said, uh I there are a lot of different ways we can go on this, but this whole Mullins now everyone is like, oh, God, Mullen's just the quarterback. I'm, I'm not there. I'm, I'm, I'm
1: absolutely not there. I'm not you there. You know what, dude, no. at
0: the, please understand, Mullins. how many years has Mullen been on this team? Four right. He's been, he's been here a while. Mullins been on team four years, right? And, and Mullins, 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 ha- and and he's finally made it to the backup quarterback. He was a third string quarterback. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm like okay. Forget what Eric's saying, yo. You don't have to listen to Ed. You don't have to. You don't have to pay me any attention. You don't. You can say I don't know a damn thing about football. That's okay. But the general manager that you guys love, who put this team together. The scouting department that you guys love—they're finding these players. The head coach that you love, his decision making and and putting this team together, and the attitude and and he's a players' coach and all this stuff. You know what? Those dudes don't think he's good enough to be the starter either. Okay, shut up, people. Stop it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Everybody,
0: everybody all. in the organization in the decision making capacity says this guy's a backup, and people understand this is the this is the thing. This is the thing, Rashawn. It's everybody loves the backup quarterback because you come in, you do well, the whole city loves you. Hey, you saved the day. You you came in. It's a very important position, and yes, you have to have. If you don't have a guy that can come in and play well, you you're dead. The Saints wouldn't have had a chance last year if they didn't have Bridgewater. You got to have someone yeah. that has the ability to hold it down for you when your guy is not there. You got to have that. And the Niners seem to have that, and I'm happy about it. But understand, the mindset of a backup is different than that of a starter. If Mullen goes and sucks next week, and Jimmy can't play the following week, if Mullen sucks, guess what happens? Is still the is still the backup. There's no pressure on him. Why does he stand in the pocket confidently? Because he knows he ain't going nowhere. He's going back to the bench no matter what. It doesn't matter what he does. He can't hurt himself if he plays well everybody's talking with you hey man why are they paying jimmy let jimmy go mullins can be the quarterback if he if he plays horribly everyone's going to be like well he's just a backup and see under there's a different pressure when you're the starter when you are the starter and you screw up you get cut you're gone yeah, yeah You, you, that, that's that's it. When when you if if you if you there's a different pressure. You have to perform when you're when you were there. You are expected to be the leader. You are expected to play well. You can't have a bad day, and and that's the pressure you live under at all times. You have none of that pressure. Everyone says, "Well, it's the same." No, none of that pressure applies to the backup. None. None of it. It's a di- it's a different life that you live. None. Of, yes, you want to play, and yes, you want to start, but if If he was capable, you guys understand, understand there are 32 jobs in the world, the highest level of football. There are not 32 guys that can do those jobs. If Mullins was capable of being that dude, just like the 49ers were willing to make the trades and do whatever they had to do and write the check to go out and find a guy to be they're Jimmy Garoppolo. Someone would have done that with Mullins. And the last thing that I have to say about it is guess what? Mullins was here when they went and got <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. Say, okay. Say it again
1: for them in the back. I don't think they heard you in the back. Oh, think, my
0: <laughs> goodness. I don't think they heard you in the oh back. Oh, my goodness. So, please stop with this <laughs> Mullins. Is, he's the franchise quarterback, and, and you can let Jimmy go. Like, I, I'm i not – I still want to see Jimmy get, get better. Yeah. I, Jimmy needs to improve. There are things he needs to work on. But stop. Mullins is not the guy. He's not the guy
1: yeah no, yeah it. no. I, I mean it's it's you know all all, <laughs> all, all common sense ain't common right and, and and I love when you when you when you get on 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 these rants and just spit this truth um it, it it's awesome it, need, it, it, it needs to be said it needs to be heard i think more importantly for 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 the faithful out there um
0: now that, I, that, that, last one, one more thing I have to say now with that being said, glad he's on my team yeah, I'm not hating on him I'm just trying to just put some facts in place. Okay, I'm I'm I like I said, this is all I'm going off of is what the people in charge of this team that I believe have put together a solid locker room. They have been right with their decisions. I have seen them develop all of these guys. Why would I all of a sudden think when they've been right at every other position that they're wrong at the quarterback position?
1: Yeah. And and I I think that goes to just the society we live in right now right and it's so easy to be a prisoner of the moment right and and sometimes you can get caught up in that um Look, that doesn't that, that doesn't negate that doesn't take away from his performance on Sunday. It doesn't take away from the fact that he played well and and he did what yes, you would hope your backup quarterback would be able to do, especially on a good team, be able to come in and be able to, to to win a game or win a game for you throughout the course of a season, you know? And you, and that's a staple at every position, man. Yeah. That, every position. And that that's a but that and that's a staple of good teams, you know. We we saw depth more than anything else on that field for the 49ers um and above it and you know more than anything else like which which make this made this win so um i made this win uh so so incredible for me in a sense was the the depth that we saw on display um you know being without exactly. i mean you're 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 without you know you got basically two handfuls of starters out and you go on the road and you win this game, including your your, your backup, uh, including your, your starting quarterback, um, and the backup well, me- goes in there and, 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 and plays well. I thought he took some chances. I thought he sustained some drives. Look, he went in there. He threw for, for over 300 yards. He, he had a touchdown touchdown. Um, he he found B A, uh, you know, and that was a bright spot for 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 these Niners, and we kind of saw right, like a lot of people were saying, like, oh, maybe this guy's a Debo clone, this, that, and the other. Well, you know, he was kind of using some similar spaces as they would use a Debo, right? You saw him come on the end around, you saw him, you know, on on, on some of those short passes, and, and and the ability to to accumulate some some of the rack yardage. You know what I
0: would say though. I would say he looks different in space though. Running his routes, he looks. He looks. He different does. In space. He, he does. He moves differently. He does. He, uh, so I, Debo so, looks
1: like a running back. In, in, he, yes. In, in, in B- absolutely. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. And um. Yeah. And BA, ba looks like he looks and moves like a fluid wide receiver out in space. Mm-hmm. That, that that not no knock on Debo. But you said Debo's build, the way he moves, his balance, everything, he looks more like and moves more like a running back. Um, B.A. looks like a wide receiver. He does. So I, I want to see how he develops, yeah. And he, I, I want to see that.
1: And he and he looked good. Um Make sure, make, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review, download. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We are located wherever you listen to podcasts or wherever you found us and you're listening to us right here today. Go ahead, bookmark that, put a placeholder, whatever you got to do, and uh, come back and uh, listen to us again. Make sure you uh, hit that like button if, if you're – uh, provider requires a like button. Um and, and we're here. We're here twice a week uh during the season recapping this big win over the Giants here this week. Uh let's go over to the defensive side of the ball. Okay. Um before we Ken Law flashed I like what I saw there. You talked about Varette earlier. Um before we get into any of that we got something from Twitter um and you tweeted uh I and this is, I love this. this is an opportunity for you know all, all everybody who who listens to this podcast is a part of this podcast so you can be a part of the show whenever you want to and so these these are the type of conversations that um I love to be able to drive uh, this pod um but you you tweeted uh I actually hate the run out technique the corners use and Oh yeah, it got yeah. a reply um, from our man Kruger saying, I, "I hope that Ed expounds on that." And then you talked about the hit. the and you might not remember, so I'm here to, I'm here to help you remember. <laughs> I'm here to remind you. I had um, actually forgotten about that with, too. You're right. Yeah, what? <laughs> see, that's, what, yeah, I got you, dog. That's what I'm here for. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? What were you referring to? Um, and and it kind of take us inside this tweet here and what you saw.
0: Well, one of the things that Saul has the corners doing a lot of and you see Sherm do it a lot. I don't have a problem with Sherm doing it because he's he's mastered it, he's perfected. That's that's a part of his game. But everyone's not good at it where the where the corners as opposed so, so you can get up on a guy, square, man to man, you know, bump and run and get your hands on a guy, or you can get off in space and backpedal and stay square and you're going to try to backpedal while the receiver's trying to close your cushion, and you want to stay square to give yourself an opportunity to weave with him and put yourself in position to break at the proper angles to get to where they're going. The other aspect of it is a bail technique, and and these guys will shuffle out sometimes to where you turn with your butt to the sideline, and you're sort of keeping everything inside and looking inside. But I think when the guys do that, if you are not – if you are not a phd at it like sherm you give up too much because it's so easy for a guy to work outside of you and yeah out routes don't beat you they irritate you out routes out to the slants don't beat you they, they just irritate you but these guys get themselves in position to where they're they're chasing they're they're so worried about what's happening and 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 coaches are have players play that because they don't want to give up the deep ball well you're in a three deep coverage or a quarters coverage. So you run out and they're not in position to break down hill. So that's what I'm saying. So when you stay square, you are in a better position to drive routes in front of you, turn your hips and run with things down the field. And I just think it puts you in a better position to make plays as you're learning to read things out. So, so that's all. And I get it. These guys come in and they see Sherm do it. So they're all trying to do it. You watch Varette, Go back and when you watch this film again, watch Verrett. You're going to see him square. You're going to see him staying square most of the time. When he's off in space, when, when he's up he, when he's up in a guy's face, he's, he's square and he's getting his hands on him. When he's off, he's square to the line of scrimmage and he's backfelling out and he's keeping his hips square for the most part, giving him an opportunity to drive on the routes. And you can utilize your speed and quickness better that way. That's that's what I know. That was a a long winded thing about it. But I I just think it puts you in a better position to make plays um, when when you are square like that. But I know why coaches tell guys to do it, because they're already in a position running for the deep ball. I, I don't I just I just think you give a receiver an easy go because he knows what you can't do. When you're when you're in that position, and I always always like making the receiver have to have to think about something. You don't you you make him because the, as a defensive player as a corner I have time. The receiver doesn't. That's the one thing that it took me a while to figure out. But you when you get up in front of a DV, if I'm standing in front of you radio if you and I are out there on the field and you're on the line of scrimmage and I'm standing there in press coverage, you know what I do know that you're thinking about right now. That you have to get to a certain spot. Now, this is it. You got to get to a certain spot in a certain amount of time, or D Ford is about to earhole your quarterback. Yeah. Kinlaw is about to smash him with three hundred plus pounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's if, if we decide to send Fred Warner up there, who hunts wisely, he might he might just come here and sing sing your quarterback a lullaby. So you have to be at a certain spot in a certain amount of time. Guess what? I got time. <laughs> so, yeah no no I, I, so I, I, really... I can so I, so I can so you you have to commit to something. so that's what I mean by staying square. I have I need to let you commit to what it is you're doing as opposed to me turning my hips and committing and showing you what i'm not doing so now you know that you don't have to worry about certain areas of the field or me doing certain things that's what i don't like about
1: kind of, kind of showing your hand uh, a a little bit there i don't um, like
0: i don't like giving them a break at all Yeah,
1: no. yeah yeah um so appreciate the 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 tweet uh Kruger and and if any of you have tweets out there things topics whatever you think uh, you may want us to discuss, or you may want to hear uh the wise words of our Super Bowl champ Eric Davis. Um, uh, make sure you go ahead, tweet us, let us know. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Instagram. I'm at Watch Ray He's at underscore Bump and Run. Uh, hey, while
0: we're while we're still on defense right now, though, um, did you see Salah? He dialed up. He dialed up the angry. He he a lot more blitzing. A lot more five six man blitzing. Which we discussed yeah, as well.
1: Yeah, we talked yeah. about we talked about that uh a little bit. Um Yeah. Speaking of defense, uh we need to make sure we all have our defenses up, especially during this time and the handy sanitizer uh is a way to, to, to be able to do that E D and um tell us a little bit more about this.
0: Um, well, you know what? COVID-19 is still strong. Yeah, we're getting back out there, but um, the world is starting to open up. And you think about it, opening it up. Now we're also getting into cold and flu season. So you want to be clean. You want to be clean. And Handy Sanitizer uh, is a company that will give you an opportunity to do that. The, the bottles come, the glass bottles, refillable bottles um, come in eight ounce, two ounce, one ounce pocket size, which is great where you can have it your hands if you have to touch these do- doorknobs if you no one's shaking hands anymore but you never know when you may pick up something and i i know i don't know about you but i have gotten paranoid i was always kind of paranoid about it <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm kind of a clean freak I, but i'm now i'm definitely that way where i'm constantly cleaning my hands washing my hand and handy sanitizer really makes that easy with their, with their personal size bottles. It's a light, refreshing smell. It's not gross or slimy. It's uh, strong, 75% alcohol. FDA says you only have to be 50, I mean 60%. They were like, nope, forget that. We want to make it better. But it's a great smell, evaporates easily, and you can use it on anything. You can spray it on your cell phones. You can spray it on your clothes. As I said, on your hands, steering wheels, all of these things. So go to handysanitizer.co. That's Handy, H-A-N-D-I, sanitizer.co, and use the code ED for 10% off. Got that? Handysanitizer.co, use the code ED for 10% off. Always remember, feels good to be clean.
1: Absolutely. Got it. Um, couple of things that, that that we talked about Ken Law I think it's probably a pod after the pod, um after week one and I was like, Oh I don't know, I don't really see too much and you're like, Nah, go back and watch. He was like, No, nah, he was he was kinda doing some things and then yes these, yes these last couple of weeks it's it's I'm all it's almost like I'm watching watching someone just come out of their shell. Like he's he's becoming a little bit more active and the activity has been there. Um mm-hmm. Deion Jordan, the fact that this guy was on your practice squad and then you just called him up, um, what a luxury, right? And if he can kind of tap into what people saw from him that made him, you know, a top five pick um, uh-huh. in the draft, you know, he, he 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 flashed. He had a sack. He had, a, uh, I believe, he had a fumble recovery too, as well. well. Um, you
0: can, let me say this, man. You know, and you know what happens with some of these guys flash like with Kenlaw. Kenlaw just has to learn how to be a pro, and he's learning that. Kenlaw, yeah. Kenlaw's entire life, he's been bigger, yeah. and he could bully people and t- toss them around um his first nfl game i saw it i watched him he got bodied i'm, I'm sure that was the first time in probably his entire life where another man just grabbed him and picked him up and threw him down on his back and put him in a dead roach position he got roached <laughs> where where i mean literally and no football player wants to get roached where you're laying there on your back with your legs up in the air like a dead roach he got roached and so he's learning now that this game is all about technique and 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 utilizing the strengths with your technique. That's what pros do. Now, and what I'm getting at is with all the other players, Jordan and everyone else, what happens? We've discussed this. There's there's so many good guys up there. That level of all of the play, it rises because they all have some special talents. So I, expect, I even say that with Anta. I expect to see some good things out of all of these guys because there are so many talented players across the board that you can't key in on one particular guy, and they just have to win when they get their opportunities. I think we saw some of that Sunday, man. Yeah,
1: no, we we definitely did. And and you know what else? Like, one guy who has been – like, for me, he's he's just kind of been a, a, a joy to watch and a joy to see. And we talked about this guy in the offseason. I don't know if you remember this or not, but – um, we had we had John Scott on from Penn State, and and he was the former defensive line coach at South Carolina, and he mm-hmm. coached Javon Kinlaw there at South Carolina. We had him on uh, after the draft during the offseason, season, and and a name that that we brought up to him was Kerry Hyder because he coached Kerry Hyder as well in college, and 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 this guy, I mean, he's 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 done some things so far like, yes. like we, we talked about not even being sure he'd even make the squad and now here he is it seems like every week he's made a play and it's been he he's been probably my favorite story of this season so far as far as that defense goes in terms of individual players individual performances it's been Kerry Hyder jr for me
0: um he he has consistently um come in and and, and like you say he's he's just doing his thing. He, he, he's playing good ball, stout ball, um, you know, pressuring the pocket, hold, holding his ground and runs, and in doing so, he's fallen into some good plays. And, and that's the thing about it. That's that's why even with the injuries, yeah, it's different. It, it's, it's different. You, you lose Bosa, it's different. And, you know, all this next man up and all of this stuff, next man up means absolutely nothing if the next dude can't play. It, it's it's just it's really it's just talk it's, it's just talk next next man on next man up only works only works is if it only if works the next when you, man is good when you when you <laughs> when you've built the roster p- properly if you if the if if you have not built the roster properly it doesn't matter if the next man is a buster you're done you're done that's that's just the bottom line that's like with Moas, that's why i say i'm glad he's on my squad i'm glad he's on my squad that doesn't mean i want him to start for me but but that does mean that i need him to be at that level when he comes in when his when it's his time i need him to play Um, i want i want everybody on the squad to be able to play you hear me say it all the time what are you doing on the team if you can't do the job yeah I, I don't need you on a team i, I can't protect you
1: yeah you I don't want, need you you want, I don't... you want all the good players you want all the good yeah, players on your yes, team Yes,
0: i want all and so uh, yeah so, and so i mean that's that's something that that we're seeing and, and i mean you know i just been able to find to, he, i mean he's making plays he's coming in getting more opportunities now with the injuries and performing. That's it. And, I, and I'm not shocked. I said, man, they got 172 linemen that can play. Yeah. And I wasn't joking when I was saying it. Like, no, they're not all they're not all Nick Bosa. The, Nick Bosa's special. They're, they're not they're not all, they're not all him. There's a reason there that many people aren't wrong. There's a reason why you're the number two pick of the NFL draft. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason after sitting out an entire football season, you're the number two pick of the draft there's there, you have some special things about you and he has shown that he's special so i don't expect the next guy to be special i do expect the next man up to be able to do the job and that's what they have right now as long as you have capable bodies you should be able to make plays and that's that's what's happening so yeah i'm, I'm liking that i'm liking that and what you know you know one of my isms confidence comes from doing right
1: Eric is
0: so, so the more the more these dudes the more these guys in the backup positions are out there making plays because guess what they're not backups now they're starters and the the more they make plays the more confident they, they become and that only makes the team better because the level continues to rise it continues to rise because the special guy now has to come out and when you get back you, you got to do special things all the time because these other guys have, hey, they're doing they're doing the job. So now I need you to come back out and and be special at every position. The quarterback, everything else. I need it raises the level of competition for the building. I like it. Yeah,
1: I mean, all in all, this was a, this was a good one uh, for the Niners. Thirty-six to nine, they knock off the Giants. Uh, they'll be back at home on Sunday. Sunday Night Football uh, against another NFC East team. It'll be the Eagles coming to the field of jeans. Um, and so, I mean, you, you just look at what they did. Not, like, I'm not even necessarily, like, I had my concerns going into this game, obviously, right? We, we talked about this, but, um, I wasn't necessarily surprised that they won. I think it was just the manner in which they won. When you look at everything that was going on, right? When you look at the all the, the turf concerns, you look at all the injuries and quarterback position, running back position, you look at everything that was going on, right? And the fact the that they went out there and suck. they just... Manhandled them. <laughs> um,
0: well, you do now. Now you know what I always try to be. I always I try not to beat teams up. When we're doing this But some, but you know how I am And you know On the pod after the pod What did I tell you I think I'll beat the brakes Off the Giants The Giants you, you, are horrible
1: Yeah and you put it on you put it, you put it on Instagram too You had me cracking up In the middle of the night Oh did I um, say that on Instagram You said oh. wait, You put uh, you, What did you put You put some kind of meme On Instagram You're like People say uh, Oh you had the Kawhi laugh You said oh, when, yeah. pe- when people say The Giants are going to beat The 49ers And you had the Kawaii laughing And I'm, I'm up here oh, uh, About to wake up the baby Laughing out loud um, I'm
0: like Come on people people
1: stop it. Uh some not so good news. Uh Jordan Reed on short-term IR. So he's going to have to miss uh, at least yeah. 3 weeks um with the knee sprain. He he left the game, actually came back and played for a little bit but left it again. Um so he goes on he goes on uh short-term uh IR. So that that uh so he'll be out at least 3 games. Um we'll see what happens with Kittle. I got to imagine Kittle will be back in the lineup on Sunday against uh the Eagles. Um we'll be back later in the week. To, uh, to preview that Sunday night game Against the Eagles um, And to kind of dive into that a little bit But uh celebration time right now for this one pina colada oh, time goodness. let me tell you oh, it tasted goodness. so good Niners picking up a a, a sweep out there uh and in, in, at MetLife um uh-oh you time and that go. milk it's time. <laughs> mm. Niners Niners sweeping the, the Jets and the Giants they're going out they want to go out there and kind of right or wrong so to speak um and 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 now stand at two and one in in the division, and I'll tell you what this division looks tougher and tougher uh, each week. Um, so, but a good thing that they are able to stay afloat. Now you go home, you got to take care of business at home against the there Eagles it is. on on Sunday. Um, if you got any questions, you got any any thoughts, comments, concerns, whatever, make sure you hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter. You want to be a part of the show? You, you got some things you want us to break down or some concerns or whatever Niners related questions, ED related questions, whatever. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh, and hit us up and let us know. Um, but we're going to get out of here on that all note. All right, man. Um, appreciate it. Appreciate all y'all for listening. As always, this has been the Believe in Forty ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. We'll see y'all later this week. Time to turn the page to the Eagles. Peace. <laughs>